Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And we're and from, we're from Aussie, Aussie Bloggers, Bloggers Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back to Aussie Bloggers Podcast. We are up to part three of Pinterest, and it's really exciting because Amanda's going to be talking all about analytics on Pinterest. How are you, Amanda? Yeah, really good. Now, this is a part I really enjoy. So I think that a lot of our listeners are going to get a lot out of this session today. I think that's the bookkeeper and the, and the analyst coming out in you. <laughs> yeah, statistics. It's all about numbers. Yay. <laughs> okay, so where do we even start, Amanda? Okay, so if everybody is on their initial profile, you can see your picture and your name and the details. Um, we'll just rehash a little bit from session one in case somebody's come into session three and they don't know what they've been missing. So session one was all about the basics, how to set up your Pinterest account, make sure it's a business account. So like session three today, you can go through the analytics side. We also talked about the importance of a really good profile picture and we discussed the need to make sure that you put a description down with all the details and specifically your keywords in session one. So session one was all about how to begin. Session two was all about the images, how you pin, how you create a board. And we even went into about when it comes to branding your boards and Tan embedded a link that had a template to help people brand their board. Now, if you don't quite know what I'm saying, you're just going to have to listen to episode two of the three series to be able to find out. And it's really cool and it's a lot of fun because if you're a creative blogger, you're going to love session two. Now, on to session three today, we're going to put all that information together and we're going to understand what the end result is. And what the end result is, of course, is we want to drag and encourage and tempt traffic from our Pinterest account to our website. So how are we going to do that, Amanda? Okay, so... Number two of our three podcasts talked about the the importance of images and having keywords in your description of your boards. And by doing this, you get found. And that's where the images really need to pop. They've got to be images that look spectacular that people then want to go ahead and click on. So when they do click on, you will then be able to find out this data by going to analytics. Where do you go for your analytics is you go to your top left-hand side where you can see the big red, um, well, depending on how you look at it, I think it's big, but it's on the left-hand side of your search bar and you'll see the red P and the analytics. Now, we did discuss in episode one about the need to verify your website. So if those of our listeners cannot see 
the analytics properly when we go through and describe things it means you haven't verified your site and just so we can clarify where you do that is there's your name your at symbol in your name and your profile picture at the top there'll be a pencil a cog and then three lines the middle is you want to click on that cog and you'll come across all the details about your Pinterest site, and we discuss that in detail in episode two. But when you scroll down, you want to find your website. So you're going to have to scroll down a little bit here, and then you'll see that there's your site website, and you'll have your website in there, and then you'll have verify. There'll be a button. So if you see the button alongside your website in this section, it means your site has not been verified. Now, if you see like mine does, it's a tick and it says site confirmed, well, then you're going to have access to the analytics. Now, Tan and I found we had issues with the verification this month and that issue we had went over all four of our of my Pinterest accounts that I manage and not one of them with the WordPress would verify. So what you do there is lovely Jenna from Pinterest. She went through and had a look at my information. I put in a plugin called header and footer and I popped in the meta tag that she asked me to put into that particular area of the plugin for my website and then she looked manually for me and she's also then today which is Monday in the US has verified all four accounts that are attached to all four websites. So if you find it, you can't get it to verify and it's coming up with an API error, the best thing to do is to go to Pinterest help and put in an error message and explain to them what you've tried to do. And then one of the lovely helpers at Pinterest will come on board by email and help you. So I think that was descriptive enough, was it, Tan? That was great. And what a great plug for Pinterest and their support team. They'll be very thankful to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jenna was lovely, so I'm happy to give them a plug. So, again, now that we've verified that, you either have it verified or you don't. If you don't verify, if you have problems, see Pinterest. If it is verified, you can save the settings. Go over now to the top left-hand side where you see the P, Analytics, and Search. When you put your cursor on analytics, you're going to get four options. There's overview, profile, people you reach, and website. So the first one I'm going to click on right now for this episode is our overview. So it's going to say hi there, whatever your at name is, and you're going to see your profile, your Pinterest profile, and then it's got more, and you can click on more. And then that will take you to a page where it has impressions, repins, clicks, and all time. So I'm looking at my account and I can see under impressions from the 15th of August to the 28th of August, we had 1,586 impressions and there were 943 daily viewers. And then Pinterest tells me that my daily impressions are up by 37.78% 
and our daily viewers are up 27.58%. So that gives you an idea that, yes, whatever we're doing in the account, the pins are being noticed. We're getting more views. That's really good information. And why that's good information is that the more people who view, the higher the probability that they may click on it to go to your website. And so, Amanda, that's basically the whole objective, isn't it, of all social media. Your social media is going to drive traffic exactly where you want it to go. So if you want it to go to a particular page on your website, that's where you need to be directing to. That's exactly right. And and that's where the analytics side of Pinterest is absolutely awesome particularly because it's all for free. You don't have to pay to get this information. So while this overview is showing me overall what my daily impressions are and how they've improved, you can click. So there's impression. You can see the there's repins. I can have a sticky big and see what my repins. And it's telling me that we, our repins are up 122.22%. Wow. So that's... While 11 might not seem very much, that is awesome because it means that whatever you're doing with your pins, the clarity of your photographs, um, the message that you have on your pins, the information that you might be repinning is being liked by your audience. And when I look at my screen, I can actually see on a daily basis what the saves are. So, for instance, I can see that on Tuesday – there was on August the 16th, we had 10 saves. Um, Thursday, we had eight. Then there was a real high peak on the Sunday, there were 15 saves. It, Monday was 12. You can see down the bottom, well, our worst day was Tuesday. It bumped up on a Friday. And again, Sunday is a winner. So if I want to see a little bit more about that, I can click on repins from these dates, how your pin spread across Pinterest. I can click on that date and it gives you the option for seven days, 14 days and 30 days. So I'm going to pick the 30 days and I can see looking at the statistics that every single Sunday with this account, there's a peak. Now, I've been particularly, as, as you know, Tan, we've been working on our branding, haven't we? That's right, and particularly over the weekend. Correct. So, on the night time, I've been doing a lot when it comes to making sure our colours are consistent, that we have good cover pictures, and when we pin our pins, particularly when it comes to our audience, I've also made sure that it is clear, it's a good picture, and it's very specific with the message, and it's pleasing to the eye. So, what this is telling me is we've gone from just having 10 saves on a Sunday and each Sunday, it's consecutively increased to the point that Pinterest is saying to me that we've had an increase in our saves by 185.71%. So that's pretty significant, and that tells us that we're obviously on the right track. Now, if you were to see that after you do a lot of work that your daily saves are decreasing then you need to look back at the pins and your designs 
or even the the ones that you repin, they're obviously not appealing to your audience. Okay, so what you can also do on the overview is you've got your Pinterest profile and then there's all apps and export data. So it you've got the option here that you can actually export the data into an Excel spreadsheet. And why that is helpful? Well, it allows you, particularly if you're doing like a campaign or you're trying to improve the look of your pins, you can actually see every single date. So I've exported the data into Excel and it's got pins people save, it's got the date, it's got how many saves and also the people saving the amount. And when I scroll down, this is what is really, really important with the export is it then tells me what pins these people have been saving. What topics, uh, just generally, have, have people been saving? Okay, so if you want to look at topics, you go back up to your analytics, you pass by the overview, you forget about the profile, and you go to people you reach. Now, by doing that, you're going to come to a page where you'll have demographics and you'll have a love heart called interests. So if you click on the love heart and interests, that page is actually going to show you what your followers are interested in. So I can see here what your audience is into. I can see they're into do-it-yourself home decor, travel, that's a no-brainer, art, inspirational quotes, photography, fashion, hairstyles, do-it-yourself and crafts, home decor, makeup, design and drawings. So these are the main areas that our audience are looking in and when you think about it, that's pretty consistent with bloggers, isn't it? And that's really interesting, Amanda, because if you were going to then go and compare your Facebook page insights with your Pinterest there you would find the cross um, the cross sectors that that all match together for you if you were going to then go and do some Facebook ads and you wanted to target certain people you would then find the ones that directly correlate there together wouldn't you and that would be a, a really powerful way to start an advertising campaign that's right and that's where listeners who are following this podcast also need to realize that if they're on Twitter The analytics on Twitter are absolutely amazing. Mm. So you can imagine if you combine the insights on your Facebook page, the interests on your Pinterest page, and with your Twitter, you're going to really start to zero in on your audience now, aren't you? Mm. And that's, uh, that's really valuable information. And like you said, you don't even have to pay for it. Absolutely, it's all free information. So if I wanted to find out now boards with lots of your pins, so if I want to find out where are my pins going, where are these people repinning the pins? And this is specific to your pins. Well, then I can see that I've got, um, and this is my, my office books, I will say this, so that people don't get too confused because it's going to business infographics, business quotes, entrepreneur quotes, Pinterest for creative artists, marketing, LinkedIn tips and LinkedIn marketing, social media, blog, business and social, and blogging. So they're the main boards that all my pins are going. 
as a blogger, I would suggest that you would like to see a majority of these consisting of half with the blogging side and maybe half with who your avatar or your your custom or your ideal reader or customer. So if you find that the information that's being pinned out from your boards is completely different from what you're trying to target, well, then it really is time for you to go back to the drawing board and reassess the the resources, the curating, and the sharing you're doing. Now that we've done that, because that was a good point that Tan brought out, is you might want to find out a little bit more. So this is all audiences with the interests. I want to tailor that a little bit more personal and make it my followers. So I've now clicked on. Now I'll just repeat where this is. When you initially go into analytics and go to the overall, this is to do with all people that are associated with your account, whether it be following you or people that are associated by default, like their friends and their followers, to look at specifically more what it is that you're targeting with your followers who are following your board, you've got to click over to people you reach and there's another three sections, all apps, your followers, all audiences and export data. So I would suggest that you click on the all followers and let it refresh and then you're going to start seeing what it is that your followers are into. And then it's changed. I've got, I've still got the inspirational quotes and the travel, but now I've got technology, gadgets. We've still got photography, but we've got life quotes. We've got art. We've got quotes, healthy eating, books, home decor, and funny quotes. And when I look down to my follower boards with lots, lots of my pins, well, that's where the accounting quotes come in. I've got LinkedIn, I've got marketing, and I've got Pinterest for creative artists, entrepreneurs, blogging, blogging for business, social media for business, great information for business, and Pinterest marketing for business. So I'm actually quite happy with those because it's telling me that I'm certainly targeting my main, my main target audience. So have you got any other questions, Tan? I'm just sitting in awe of you, Amanda, and I'm writing a million show notes trying to keep up with you, but I think what you are talking about and explaining is so valuable and in terms of being able to sit back and just analyse what's happening behind the scenes of Pinterest is quite amazing. And I guarantee that there's a lot of bloggers who are not utilizing this free tool. So what I'm going to suggest is you scroll down even further and you're going to come across brands, businesses that your followers engage with. Now, this is really, really important, bloggers. You want to make sure that the brands and businesses that your followers are engaging in align with your blog. Now, if your blog is a general blog of thoughts and feelings and activities, well, then I would suspect you're going to see a very wide diversified answer here. If you are a blogger that has a niche, say you're a craft blogger or you're a photography blogger or you're into social media as a blogger, 
Well, you're going to want to keep very close eye on what brands your followers are following because that, again, is going to give you a, a hint, a tip to let you know whether you're doing the right thing or whether you've got to sit down and seriously work out your strategy. So for me, I am into social media. Even though I'm a bookkeeper, I do accounting, I love to do social media and I do mentor and I do social media strategies and I also train people in social media. So do I want to see that as part of my target audience? Yes. Um, because I'm trying to establish myself to be a key person of um, a specialist in this field. And so I'm going to want to make sure that I'm actually targeting the right followers and the right audience. So when I look at my audience, they're engaging with social media examiner, social media today, a Pinterest expert. Um, I've got another social media expert i've got a beginner bookkeeping which is awesome so i'm still targeting now these are my top 10 these aren't generalized these are the most um these are the businesses my followers are engaging with so it's telling me yes i'm ticking social media yes i love pinterest and i like training it and yes i'm into beginner bookkeeping and training so this is all working very well then i've got huffington post which is fine because that has a lot of different articles specifically on the, the financial and the business and the blogging, so that's good. Then I've got bookkeeping marketing tools. That's fine. That's good. That's in alignment with my industry. I've got Melissa Griffin. She's an awesome entrepreneur, and she has the best blogging tips. Am I happy to see her there? My oath. Then I have Rich Public Speaking. Well, I do public speaking. I'm quite surprised that's picked up here in this particular search, but that's fine. That's in what I'm doing. And then I've got healthy, holistic living. Well, that's a surprise. I wouldn't have anticipated that there. Um, but overall, I'm quite happy with that. Now, if you wanted to see what your more subsidiary ones are, in my case, I've got the debt-free divas. I've got my other account called Amanda Hoffman. So I can see that the businesses that are engaging with me here at my office books are also moving through, and I'm in the top 20 with Amanda Hoffman that they're engaging with me over there as well. Am I happy with that? Yes, because they are quite in alignment with each other. I tend to deal in finance, investing, and blogging, and they do go hand in hand. Aussie Bloggers Podcast would not be there yet because we only established it nine days ago, didn't we, Tan? So I would been I would have been very surprised to see Aussie Bloggers in there, but I would anticipate over the next three months that there's a strong probability that Aussie Bloggers Podcast will actually show up in this list. Now, and then the just, other... Sorry, Amanda. Sorry for jumping in on you. I just wanted to clarify for anyone listening, thinking... But I've been listening to you guys since last year um, when Amanda said it's only been um, there for nine days. That means that in terms of the actual Pinterest board um, and the analytics being there for nine days. Is that correct? It means that we never had a Pinterest account before we did the challenge. That's right. So we've started afresh. So we've only just started um, the Aussie blogger podcast 
and that is why it won't be in this list because it's a bit difficult when we've only had it active for nine days and it's only just been verified as of today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's re- so that's why I'm in my marvelous books today, everybody, um, because we're not going to get these analytics when it's just being verified. In fact, when we clicked on it this morning, we saw that they were saying that they were still populating the data, weren't they? Mm. So don't you just love technology? Now, Amanda, I do have a question for you that may be relevant to some bloggers out there listening who are sitting there thinking, oh, my goodness, another thing I have to do. Where do I find the time? Okay. Well, I guess what people need to realise is at the end of the day, it is hard to find the time. But you've got to ask yourself a very serious question. What's the use of writing a blog if you don't have any readers? So you might be doing it for your own time and to thrash out ideas, and that's fine. But if, like a lot of bloggers, you are attempting to get a name for yourself and to earn some income out of your blog, then it becomes imperative that you actually start spending a little bit of time. So what I do is this. I do have my fingers and a lot of pies. I have more than one business. I have four businesses in total that I look after. And do I have a lot of time? I have four kids. No. But what I do do is I don't do everything all at once. I learn things in little chunks. So what I will do is if I'm sitting down at the doctor's surgery, which when you've got boys and they do things to themselves, you tend to be in the doctor's surgery quite often, I will sit there and I will go through a good article from Social Media Examiner and they have loads of content all about Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram. And rather than make myself get confused, I make a decision that this month I'm going to learn whenever I have to wait for a client or wait for my kids at the doctor's surgery or wait for them outside the school, I pop over to my phone and I read an article that I've been reading from Social Media Examiner. I tend to curate mine into Evernote um, and I have a folder called Curation and I also tag them as to their topic. And that way I sit there and I will read that article. And I'll be, I will admit, sometimes I'm so busy, it will take me three sits to get through a whole article. But what I will do, like, for instance, I'm going to click over at one that I looked at before I did this podcast. And it was called How to Use Podcast Analytics to Improve Your Marketing. Now, this is on Social Media Examiner. And it said this has been drafted on January the 26th, 2016. And the points are identify your competition. So I read that in one sitting. Then the next point is it takes you through discover which device your followers prefer. So it tells me here in this go to your audience section of your analytics. So let's do that now. We're going to go to the audience, which is the people that you reach. And it says, all audience include everyone who has ever seen one of your pins while your followers is reserved for the people who follow your business and your boards. So it says, click on all audiences and go to your followers. Well, I learned this from reading this article some time ago. 
Now, I can see on my account what's really interesting is I've been spending a lot of time and being more strategic because I believe it's very hypocritical for me to get on the podcast and talk about being a specialist in an area without me preaching and walking my talk. So I have been, since the beginning of August, making sure that I'm active and I can see on my analytics that I have increased my average monthly viewers by 437% and I have increased my engagement level by 175%. How have I done that? I have done that for making sure that the pins that I pin are real relative to my industry and my target audience. I have made sure that they are in good quality. I have tested the pin to make sure that when I click on it, it goes to a real link. And if it doesn't, then I don't do it. And if I don't have a lot of time, I will like a pin so that later when I have the time, I will then go to my likes and I will check that pin to make sure whether it's relevant to what I want to pin on my Pinterest account and what I don't want to pin to my Pinterest account. And I make sure that I'm I'm very focused. If it's not in my social media strategy, I'm not going to pin that pin. And the figures speak for themselves, a 437% increase in just one month is quite significant. That's really amazing, those um, those tips and, and those figures, Amanda. And I think, you know, we've had a quite a range of different bloggers uh, over the time we've been talking to them. And some of them are really quite fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants people, which is really lovely and refreshing. And they'll just, you know, blog about anything and whenever it comes to mind. And and then you have another group who really strategize and they will actually go in and they'll have their schedule set and they will put out a blog every Monday at 7 o'clock in the morning and they'll know weeks ahead and it will align with all their social media and and one of the things I think and I'm not saying that either is right or wrong but I know myself being so very busy and you're incredibly busy with the family and businesses as well that in order to be able to um, sort out your life and, and make sure you end up with the right balance of you know with your home and your work you need to make sure that you have strategies in place and schedules in place so that you know what's coming up so that you can be productive as much of the time as possible. And that's what I really love about your social media strategies you employ. Yeah, and look, I mean, at the end of the day, your ultimate goal is to is to encourage clicks to your website. Um, so that's your ultimate goal because as a blogger, you want to get new readers and you want people to know who you are. Um I guess the other thing you could look at is looking at where people actually put your boards. Like, you know how when I talked to you earlier about looking at where people you reach and then having a look at, um, now I've got to go back to the interest area, where you can see that there's like a little board area here where you can see where your audience is into and then you can see boards with a lot of your pins Um, I feel that section is extremely important for bloggers because if your pins aren't getting to a lot of boards and being shared, then you're not going to gain the benefit 
of your name being known as a blogger, nor are you going to get those clicks to your website. Mm. And then, and then also, just so where people say, okay, where do I go? Like, where do I go to find out how many clicks have gone through to my website? Well, I always recommend not to look, use the analytics in Pinterest alone. Because one thing I have noticed is that it doesn't pick up on all the statistics. Google Analytics is really important for people to attach to their websites. And I don't know about you, Tan, but I've been kind of shocked to hear the amount of bloggers who don't connect Google Analytics to their websites. There are quite a lot of them. And um, I think there's a variety of reasons. Uh, Number one is biggest thing is sort of time number two someone else may build their website for them and not sort of suggest it and number three they just may not know how so it is something that the more we keep talking about it the better it's going to be for the bloggers so that they can just go that little bit deeper and put the google analytics on their site and just really start to analyze what's happening with the traffic because there is Uh, stuff going on in the back end of their website that they do need to be aware of and you can go to your website clicks by going to analytics so you go back up to the top left hand side you go past overview past profile past people that you reach and click on website and this is where you're going to see the the amount of impressions to your website you're going to see the number of repins how many people have clicked to your website um, you'll have a also the unique pins created directly from your website. So it means that they've gone to your website, they've seen something on your website, and then they've pinned it. So I, when I scroll down, I can see that the newest pins created from my website by my viewers was employee or subcontractor. When looking for how do you how do you look for the perfect bookkeeper? Um, And then I've also got bookkeeping is a pain. Here are four reasons to get you into doing it. And for me, bookkeeping, that one about four reasons for a small business person to do their bookkeeping, um, that happens to be my most popular article on my website with this month there being something like 292 people who have read that article alone. And I know that through my Google Analytics going to my my page but this is now telling me that people have gone from my pinterest account gone to my website and have been pinning that article from my website to their pinterest account and that's what you want people to do you want people to do that and then you can click on the star called all time and then that's going to tell you your most shared pins and also the pins that rank higher in search and, and then the power pins, pins with a high mix of saves, clicks, and more. So this page might be, should be the go-to page to go to for bloggers. If you're not seeing any saves in this side, my plan of attack would be one, check that your website is not failing. Like I know with some hosting programs, they can dip in and out and they're not always live. So I would definitely check if you you make sure you have a good plug-in that will tell you um, when your page is not working or maybe you've had your page updated, then you shouldn't expect any clicks. Um, so check that. 
The next thing I would check is what are you pinning? Like, are you pinning enough of your own content or are you pinning too much of other people's content? Um, and then third thing is if you still find that after you're regularly pinning, you're still not getting much traffic, well, then it might be time to think about using an add-on like Tailwind where you can schedule just like you would on Hootsuite, you can schedule on Tailwind all these different pins with different and the, the other thing people need to keep in mind you need to have different cover pictures so you can have the same link but maybe have five different images and then schedule it through the month automatically so that you're regularly pinning to your pinterest account and you will see a big change then not just in your analytics and your repins but also the traffic through to your website amanda that's been uh some amazing advice there and some really, really valuable things for our listeners, I'm sure. If anybody would like to uh, learn more about Pinterest or you'd like to even just go back to um, part one and part two, head over to www.aussiebloggerspodcast.com and you'll see all our past episodes there. And while you're there, we've just put up a new section on our website, haven't we, Amanda? Yes, we're asking everybody, if you're a regular listener and you haven't given us a rating or a review, Tan's taken all the hard work out of it for you, haven't you, Tan? <laughs> I like to think so, but um, what we need is a few beta testers if anyone's interested. Um, anybody who goes over to rate and review us on our Aussie Bloggers Podcast website, click on rate and review us, go to the page, learn how to subscribe and rate and review us. And uh, I'll tell you what, next week we'll give you a shout out, um, you and your blog or your business uh, on our next podcast. How about that? What do you think, Amanda? I think that's awesome. Hmm. So, Please, everybody, go ahead and rate and review Crazy. And also, I have one last request. If you have reviewed our podcast in the past on iTunes, could you please go to our Facebook page at Aussie Bloggers Podcast and pop a review there for, for us to let people know who click on our Facebook page how much information you've got out of our podcast and if you found this three-part series particularly useful because today's is really long we have never gone this long we're nearly 40 minutes 10 um, <laughs> we had never done that long everybody but analytics is quite an in-depth subject so if you can please show some appreciation and let us know specifically what you got out of this episode and mention it on the facebook page that'd be awesome yeah, that would be really, really good. And Amanda and I will be starting some uh, podcasting workshops and some social media workshops for bloggers in particular who want to expand their knowledge about content creation later in the year. So that's just a little bit of a um, heads up of what's coming. Yes, I'm pretty excited about that. We'll, we'll, and this is particularly um, important to time people who are time poor you know you can come to our workshop and we will tell you the all about all the analytics on every single platform and we'll also show you some fantastic strategies because let's face it we're only we were eight days into pinterest and we've already got 
over 125 followers on Pinterest and that has been quite easy to do and I haven't had a lot of time to spend. And then on our Twitter account, we've only just started that since April and we're already heading towards being over 800 followers now. Um, and we've got some great podcast guests as well out of doing that. So please definitely keep that in mind and Tan will let you know. Subscribe to our newsletter, which you can do, Tan. Yeah, just by heading over to aussiebloggerspodcast.com and a little pop-up will come and you will be able to pop your name and email in there. And as a freebie, you can have a little infographic on how to start your own podcast and you'll just receive from time to time bits of information about us and from us. And this is a big thing for us guys. We haven't done that before. So please let us know whether you're liking it. So I think we've overwhelmed these listeners enough and we should better sign off. Okay. Thanks so much for uh, today, Amanda, for your information on Pinterest. You are the social media queen for podcasting and everything else. So So stay tuned to be Tan's turn to tell you all about blogging soon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.